you're not quite sure how to plug the holes before things are out in the world and stressful, painful, embarrassing, all of those things. But this is the telltale sign number two, big red flag, that it's time to really focus your time and energy on scaling up the systems that your operations are built upon. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline White Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hey there, visionaries. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about how do you know when it's time to scale? What are the sure tell signs in your business that tells you that it's time to invest your resources, your time, your income into really scaling up to the next level? So often I find that many visionary CEOs, they totally miss the signs and it can really backfire on you. It can actually sabotage the growth in your business. It can sabotage your reputation and really sends you on a downward spiral because so much can fall apart if you're not paying attention to when the right time is to start investing your efforts into scaling. So I'm going to talk to them. It's three main areas where this really shows up. And I'm going to talk about them in a way that really kind of in the order that they start to happen. And the impact obviously becomes bigger and bigger the longer you wait. And like I said, it can really damage your business if you're not paying attention to these signs. So the first one is in delivery. So this is probably one of the very first signs that shows up. It's one that many just brush to the side and, you know, don't think about too much. But it really is when your programs get at capacity. So you can't actually take on any more clients. Now, most visionary CEOs think that could never happen to them. That if you have a group coaching program, if you have 30 clients in that group coaching program, or you have 500 clients in that group coaching program, that is pretty much the same to deliver anyway. So there's no problems and you have the capacity to grow exponentially because you have a group coaching program. That is not true. That is far cry from the truth. The reality is that having 30 people in your group coaching program and having 60 or 100 people in your group coaching program is significantly different. And what it takes to deliver the same level of of value that you do to a group coaching program with 30 people and then doing that for 60 or 100 people is quite different. And the support that you need in place to make that growth sustainable for your business and be able to deliver a really high quality product to your clients as you scale looks very different and requires a lot of different resources. So it's very possible that you are able to take on more clients in the program itself, but most likely you don't have enough support staff or team members that can take care of those clients as well as you are taking care of your clients right now, unless you add more team members and really start preparing for that level of growth. So this is a really common pitfall where many visionary CEOs 
I've even seen them lose their mastermind groups where clients end up so upset because they're not receiving the value. And I'm even seeing whole communities turning on the leader when the capacity blocks of the program are not addressed and as the numbers of clients starts to increase. And I've even had one visionary CEO that walked away from a 700K plus business because her whole community turned on her. Because as she scaled up, nobody taught her how to actually address the delivery components and have enough support on the delivery end to keep that group program sustainable for the company. So this is a really important piece. This is where it shows up first, is that capacity in your delivery. Can you take on more clients? What does it look like? How do you do it efficiently? And if you're looking to scale, this is a really important aspect to start paying attention to in your business. And this is where your capacity block shows up first, where you start bumping up to kind of clunky places, where your delivery is a, it's a little clunky. It's oftentimes invisible to the visionary CEO. And especially as you get a little bit further in and a little thicker in to capacity blocks because you start going faster and faster and faster and trying to cram more and more into your day. So the more overwhelmed and busy and stressed you become, the harder it is to actually noticing these little signs in your business and start addressing them ahead of time. So that's big red flag number one is in the delivery you getting clunky delivery and not being able to take on more clients or being able to take on more clients, like adding more clients into the program, but not being able to actually deliver at the level of value that you want to in your group programs. The second red flag is has really much to do with your day-to-day operations. So this is where your workflows and the systems and your day operations are really built for where you are right now not for where you want to go. So as you start growing and you start adding in a lot more clients and maybe adding in a few more team members, as that growth starts happening, things begins to fall through the cracks. You know, mistakes happen more frequently. You know, for example, an email goes out and in hindsight, you realize it wasn't on brand, the mesha wasn't spot on, clients are complaining. And even though you might even have reviewed that email before it went out, it even went through the approval process. But because you didn't have the bandwidth to really slow down enough to be with that review process and actually read that email in detail and really look at it, because you were rushing and you missed important signs that it wasn't on brand and you approved it anyway. And, you know, because things are speeding up and no matter how much time you put in, they still way more stuff that needs to get done. And you start feeling like you just keep falling further and further behind, even though you are putting in lots of time in your business. And so you begin to cut corners and that comes back and bites you in the ass later, big time, right? You start cutting these corners and you move as fast as you can and you still can't quite keep up with demand. So this can sometimes go in cycles. So it's not constant. And so sometimes it can also be a little bit ambiguous when it happens. It could oftentimes, this starts happening under your high pressure time. So if you're in the middle of a launch, things can get really messy or you have other high pressure times. So you're having 
lots of new clients coming in and your onboarding process is really messy or you're delivering a live event and, you know, you haven't done that in a while and you haven't worked people that you usually have. And again, things are a little clunky. And so it could be that it doesn't, is not an ongoing process because that usually happens a little bit later if this has been going on for a longer time in your business. But just that day-to-day operations, the running of your business day-to-day starts getting clunky, start getting messy, and balls are being dropped left to right. And oftentimes it's in hindsight that you find the mistakes. It's rare for you to find them before things go out, before things are in front of an audience, before they're in front of your community, before they're in front of your clients. And you're catching them on the back end and making you cringe, just making you feel embarrassed. And you're not quite sure how to plug the holes before things are out in the world and stressful, painful, embarrassing, all of those things. But this is the telltale sign number two big red flag that it's time to really focus your time and energy on scaling up the systems that your operations are built upon. So right now you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company. And really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. Number three, this is one of the biggest ones, red flags. It's the last one. It's one of the last things to kind of show up, but it's super big. And when this starts happening, you really know that now it's time. If you wait any longer, you can really sabotage your business. Obviously, if delivery and day-to-day operations, if you start slipping there, it can still really impact your business and start sabotaging the day-to-day and your reputation and how you show up in the world. And, you know, obviously, if your clients don't feel that they're getting results with your services, it's really hard for them to feel confident in re-signing up with you and referring to you. So all of these things have a ripple effect into the future. And so the longer you let these things go on, the harder it is to overcome them. And so the last one is really when the team starts falling apart. And oftentimes what happens here is that your turnover starts getting high and you start plugging holes or as you are growing, you need more team members, but you don't have a really clear hiring process. You don't have a really clear onboarding process. You don't have a really clear training process for new hires and you don't have a clear way of evaluating new hires. So sometimes you hold on to new team members for way too long before you realize they're not going to work out. And so turnovers gets high. People leave because they're under really high pressure situations and oftentimes may feel wrongly judged for not delivering on something because they just didn't know and they weren't properly trained. And they're thrown into situations that is really deep goes really deep, really fast, and then not prepared. And because you're scrambling to plug the holes in your business so that you can continue with the growth that's happening in your business and keep up with demand, you are not being very thoughtful with how you are bringing in team members. And oftentimes here, you may end up 
hiring people and agencies and vendors and just kind of hoping that I'm going to be able to figure it out and oftentimes overpaying, way overpaying to have simple tasks done in your business because you don't want to slow down. You don't want to figure things out of how to actually train more of the entry level person to do a really simple task in your business because it's too slow and you don't have the time to do it. And so team members, you know, your team members that you have are trying to do what they can to pick up the slack, but are not properly trained on a task that are taken on. So they're going to make mistakes. Some are very costly and they may be doing well for a short while, but then their lack of training and know-how shows up as big blaring holes all of a sudden on the back end. And it feels like they're dropping the ball all over the place. And this happens because you are not realizing that they don't know what they don't know when they first took on the task and the things. And you don't realize how deep and detailed you need to be in the handoff for them to be able to do a really good job at what you're trying to give to them and what you're delegating off. So you put them in before they're really ready. And because you already maxed out, you don't have enough checks and balances in place to make sure mistakes doesn't happen. And so you catch them on the back end when the impact is felt by clients and your audience and the cost is much, much, much bigger. And so this happens all over the place and gets really costly, very painful. And oftentimes you may feel that unless you do it yourself, it's just not going to get done or it's not going to get done to your standards. And so when all of these things are happening, so you can see the delivery, the day-to-day operations, and then the team starts falling apart. This is really the telltale signs that it's time to really invest your time and energy into scaling. And if you do not start paying attention to them, obviously you want to start noticing this right away when it comes to delivery. As you start doubling your number of clients that step into your masterminds, that's a really good time to revving up on all of these levels so that you can maintain growth. So remember, like you don't have, you shouldn't wait until you have a team that's falling apart or that today operation starts falling apart. Just knowing that you have the ability to take on double the number of clients and it's starting to happen, you can see the momentum starting to build. That's the time when you want to start investing and scaling right away so that you can maintain that level of growth that you worked so hard actually create with your marketing and your messaging and your automated sales processes and funnels and all of the launches and all of the effort that you put in to actually grow in your business can get completely lost unless you scale ahead of time and start investing in scaling before things starts falling apart and you start sabotaging your own success. And when this all starts happening, oftentimes it's really hard to keep the growth going And I see so many visionary CEOs stopping growth completely just to clean things up. And then they start to have to build up that momentum again in the sales process and the growth process in order to get back that momentum that they worked so hard to create. So start scaling sooner. Start investing in scaling strategies long before you are up against these capacity blocks and things are starting to fall apart in your business. And I'm going to be chatting with you next week on really what exactly should you be investing in as you are scaling up your income, impact, and freedom? What are the things that you should spend your money, time, and resources on? 
and a lot of things that are, frankly, total waste of your time, money and resources. And because scaling is so important for your success and it's so easy to get stuck in just busy action, hustling, bumping up against all of these capacity blocks that totally stops your growth and getting stuck here and going back and forth into having to slow down to rebuild and then trying to build up that momentum again in the growth phase, bumping up again more sub capacity blocks, having to slow down, start over and doing that cycle over and over and over again, what I call the hustle growth cycle and literally burning out and never quite getting to where you want to go. And that's exactly what we're looking to avoid. So I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources. 